Last night. <laughs> so, old girl, I told you about the case of the show. Mm. <laughs> she came through last night, so. <laughs> oh, man. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, and I'm glad I, we're at a space where I'm comfortable enough to talk to you about these things. But you, I wish you could, I wish you understood what it's like to be a man for like a day. Like to really deal with our egos and our fragility. <laughs> and because I was all like, I was like, why she's all up in those other people's faces? And I'm all like, why am I feeling like this? I'm like, oh shit, I've got feelings. Oh, <laughs> like, I was all like, oh, is this jealousy? Oh. Is this you visiting me? I was all like, oh my goodness. How quickly and, do we have to go through all these little, you know, those little checks? What do you, bad? yeah, what do you go through like when you, like, if it's somebody you got feelings for and you see them doing some shit that, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's all like, this nigga ain't picking me right now when I really want them to be all, you know, choosing me. Well, you know, that, I, see, I was going to answer that. Uh, I was going to answer that. Two, I guess with something else in mind, so I'm going to answer it two different ways. One, if it's someone that I'm feeling in, um, jealousy comes up because they're not, they're not entertaining or they're not choosing me. Let's say those words. Entertaining or choosing me at the moment. Uh, every one of those checks that you just said, I'm going to have. I, I am. Uh, now I will say sometimes I'm, I'm better at uh, checking myself and you know not not acting on the jealousy or not saying something. Um, but most times, you know, like, especially if it's like right in front of my face, it's blatant. Oh, I gotta I gotta say something. You gotta say. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say something. Now it's gonna. It, I, I'm probably gonna ask the same questions that I'm asking myself. That they, they will just be a little fine tuned because you know the way we talk to ourselves. It's a lot different than the way we talk to the ladies or somebody that you're interested in. Um, so yeah, that's how I would, that's, that's, that's normally how that would happen. Uh, that happened to me like a few months ago. And when I saw it, I said it to myself and I was like, nah, we're, we've done enough talking to self, so let me go walk up and ask, what are we doing here? What's up, what's happening? Yeah, what's, what's happening here? Cause what it reads to me is, uh, Y'all, y'all kicking it? What's up? <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be confused. Just let me know if that's what you're doing. Yeah, I'd be asking too. Because I, I used to tell them, like, look, especially if we're in a space, especially especially dating women and there's a dude around, I can tell either y'all have fucked, mm-hmm. y'all are actively fucking, <laughs> or you're, somebody is trying to fuck. Come on. This disrespect and, is my God. Come on. <laughs> and all I ask is, just let me know what the deal is so I know how I need to, to operate and move. You know, it's hard for people to do that. I'm starting to understand. That whole that whole little last part you just said right there. Just let me know what's up so I know how to operate and how to move. Uh, I don't know what's hard about saying I guess because maybe, you know, as somebody, you don't want to change how, or they don't want to change how the person feels about you. But I would much rather that you tell me. Um, tell me something. So. Tell me something so I don't have to. I don't have to come up with the, the beginning, the middle, and the end by myself. <laughs> right. Because I'm gonna quickly get to the end very fast. I'm and if go- I got to do it by myself, it's usually me jumping over some to some conclusion. That's why I need that whole like I need my homegirls and my one of my partners to be like, "Yo, bro, either one you tripping, or two 
you not tripping that much. There you go. So, so that's what I said. I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to come up with a conclusion by myself because I'm gonna jump. I'm, I'm gonna come up with the middle, the beginning, the middle, and the end. Where does ghosting stem from? Oh, what is ghosting? Fears. Yeah, <laughs> and lack of communication. Yeah. But um, I, think, I think depending on what the situation is, but it's both. Absolutely, what Ford said. Fear. I feel like I have, and I think sometimes it's cultural, because I've been, I've dated briefly white women. They were just way more open with their with their words, like, yo, this is a work for me, or you're a cool dude, but, you know, this is not what is for me. Whereas, like, a majority, 99% of black women I've dated, it's been more of just up and ghost or not being able to express why, you know, they Wait, didn't. Women ghost men? Yeah. What? Yes. On the <laughs> What? You didn't get the memo? She and then sometimes and then a lot so of times it's hot girl summer is just <laughs> going to increase the birth rate. Oh, and nothing more. Wow. It's not empowering. All this bimbo you know, reclamation bullshit, like it's just like it's disempowering. Yeah, because I'll see like that's the funny thing too, because I think I don't. That's why I can't respect Kevin Samuels because he's so he's so hurt and he attacks the women. He hates women. Yeah, and I which under is, like which is a odd situation. But whatever. It's it's wild, and it's like I get it. Y'all want to be free and all that stuff, but trying to pay play a man's game, like we play by it's an away game. It's totally different rules. We operate totally different, and y'all are most they're most likely to get their feelings hurt. So. I just, I just like, hey, do what you do, but just know that you're gonna pl- you're gonna deal with something totally different. Like people like Kevin Samuels, anybody that's like Kevin Samuels, uh, one clearly he's hurt. But I feel like there's a there's a way. I'm all for anybody saying whatever you gotta say, like however you want to get your ones all this business. Um, but there's always a way to like communicate what you're saying versus spending a lot of time just bashing what you disagree with. So it's, it's a lot of, it's a it's easy mm. to disagree with something and have a, such a strong opinion about it and shut the fuck up. It's right. not like what can you not do for me? You know, it's like what can you do? You know what I mean? And like people when you are communicative, they find that to be like aggressive as opposed to like being assertive and open, you know. Yeah, and and sometimes, you know, people are uh what if what do you want to say, defensive when you, you simply, if I, if I sit there and listen to everything, I, let's just use a man for example, and we use people like Kevin, Kevin, Sam, Kevin Samuels. Um, if I sit there and just listen to everything that you say and I repeat it back to you from a therapist standpoint, not because I'm a therapist, just because yeah. I go to therapy and this will just be some therapeutic things that you can use, uh, you know, to help you kind of uh, make a conscious decision about what you're saying, kind of process your thoughts. Um, I, a lot of people like Kevin Samuels will get defensive. And it's simply yeah. defensive just because well, you you could you could have an opinion what about is something. Defensive? Like <laughs> any, I guess any time defensive is more of like saying, yeah, you're like you're attacking the person that's like bringing it up instead of I hear you, or like I hear you and we may not agree, or oh, thank you for giving me a different way of thinking about something because I totally um, didn't think, and I'm. I'm definitely this piece is gonna be so dope because it just it just reminds me of faces so much with the yellows or whatever. But um, kind of segue with that, you talking about what people could do for you. So we're kind of starting the beginning uh, with you, Winterest. What? Um, so you're born and raised in Houston, right? Yes, sir. What part? Uh, the south side of Houston, um, 
Yellowstone is where my family is from, uh, where, I'm, where I grew up, but uh, I went to school in Missouri City, so that's why when people ask me where I'm from, I would just say the south side of Houston, because okay. that makes up a good portion of 288 to Missouri City. Okay, and so for the people, the non-Houstonians, what is the, what would you say, why is this so significant that you rip the South Side? Because I've heard uh, the difference between North Side, South Side, you got these wards. Uh, so for like an out of town, or kind of explain how Houston is broken up in the culture in each one. Um, okay, well Houston, you know, like, like most places, is broke, divided, you know, North Side, South Side, East Side. Um, there is a west side, but your west side is mostly comprised of the south side, so southwest side or northwest side. Um, so we were really, really only pay attention to the south and the north. Anybody that's on any other side that would like to say anything differently, don't shoot me. Shoot the messenger, man. I mean, don't shoot the messenger. You know, what I'm saying? shoot the shoot, shoot the uh, the city. So gun gun control, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's south side, north side, and then like you said, you have the wards. Um, that are really in the heart of the city that are divided between the south side and the north side. So you'll have like, you know, uh, one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. first, second, third, fourth, fifth ward. Um, that can take you from the south side to the north side. Okay, the beginning okay. of the north side. What made you comfortable with Houston's like uh, transportation? Because I know a very real concern like is like sex trafficking. Like for me, I've been fucking like abducted by my Lyft drivers. You know what I mean? taking the bus like you know what i mean because of shit like that you're more vigilant and you just prefer not to like transport yourself i guess mm-hmm. i'm not speaking on agoraphobia no yeah. <laughs> uh what, what makes you comfortable <laughs> with the transportation uh was it self-reliance was it like just wanting to be independent like what motivated you i don't know if it was necessarily motivation out of uh you know what you had to do when I didn't have a car or when I was a kid, um, Metro was the car. Okay. <laughs> or Pat and Turner, your left and your right foot. Pat and your okay. feet, Turner, of course. <laughs> so, um, mm. I don't know if it would have happened. That, that was necessarily motivating. And then, too, when I was a kid, I hung out with a lot of, with a lot of boys. So, okay. Um, that, too, in itself could be, I can see, it could be very intimidating and scary as well because it's normally it's you amongst a bunch of guys. You know what I'm right. saying? And any, any demographic, where, I mean, any, any age range, whether it's you as a know five to seven or your teenage years or as an adult um so i can't say that really motivated me but um uh, i'm gonna just tell you this my mom told me a story once before when i first when the first day that i had to get on the bus by myself um she was like hey you know you get on the bus and you feel uncomfortable you start talking to yourself she told me a story about when she I'm rode the so bus back in the day dang. and be crazier she, than them yeah she was like she told me exactly what she did and one day when it was my turn you know to uh to have that experience, that's exactly what I did. Start and so, and just yeah, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's that's all I got. I don't know about anything else. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, you know, abduction, abduction and violence can happen to anybody, no matter what your appearance looks like. So I'm not, sure, I'm not I don't know what motivated me, but um, yeah, I had what? to take public transportation because I had to. Your fucking <laughs> spirit, bro. Huh? I was talking about spirit. Um, so how has how has Houston changed from we'll say even like the last five years like where where has Houston been where is it now where do you see it going? Houston is bougie. Okay, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I tweet I tweeted that the other day. Like I don't know who we think we are or who Houston has turned into, but this is not the same city that um 
that I grew up in. I left and came back. Uh, went to Phoenix for a while okay. and came back. And when I came back, uh, it was like twenty end of twenty fourteen, beginning of twenty fifteen. It was, it was, it was. I can say that's probably when the change started. But within these last like three, three years, uh, it's uh, become a. I don't want to say a cultural city because it's always been there. You just have to. You've, you've had to know that. You know, have to be here to know that, or just be into. More of like a metropolitan city, like yeah, yeah. or like um, flashy. Okay. I, what I appreciated about the city, um, and I still do, even with all of the attention that it's getting, um, is that. Could always come. Houston has something that you can't find anywhere else. Okay. Um, like I said, even with the entertainment industry coming out here and growing up and, and becoming a, a metropolitan city, um, it, it's unique in its own right. Uh, everybody used to talk about how slow, like, like screw music, mm-hmm. and how slow it is down here. Uh, there's a lot of culture in the city. A, a lot of things that a lot of movies made here. A lot of artists. A lot of creative people. And I'll, before I forget, why don't I hear more screw music? Like I feel like because it's changing now. I because I feel Cause like because I was like because I was talking because I was back home in St. Louis. Um, I was talking to my cousin, and because um, he was the cousin that introduced me to screw music, he was okay. the one that used to back in the early nineties used to come down, you know, they come back with the screw tapes, and so we were just talking, and oh damn, I totally forgot that quick. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> no, no, there we go. There we go. I remember now. All right. So we were just talking about with Nelly and how what he did for us and like how when that summer 2000, when you was riding around when gas was like 98 cents a gallon, we you heard a different track off of that Country Grammar album. Yeah. And so I always felt like, yeah, you had screw music, but the blow for y'all was when you had, you know, Chameleon there, Paul Wall. Mike Jones, Slim Thug, and that whole, like, screw music. And then, of course, when I was in the Army, like, them cats from Texas, I, they would always play, like, Big Pokey, Big Hawk, everything from down here. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got my, my Houston culture. So I would think that, like, when I come down here, all I would hear was the slabs just playing screw music, you know, and that would just be it. Well, you know, now, um, you got to think about it. Like, now, when you, a lot of the people, when you see them in Houston, they're not from Houston. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's number one. On the uh, same token, I heard about chopped and screwed music when I was in New Mexico. All right. People, people respect they come out here, they'll call, like, you know, when they, their introduction to screwed music sometimes is slow and reverb. I was just thinking that. And that's not, that's not yeah. chopped and screwed. Also, people think that chopped and screwed is lo fi. Is lo fi, but you can, get, you can listen to it anywhere. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't either. See the DJ screw. See the DJ screw. Or chopper hogs. Yes. Yes. One of the two. Switch a house. And here's before I forget, and I'm not gonna say his name because I want to. I'm keep positive. I want to beep. But you know, a certain person, artist we were talking about, um, I didn't think they were official. I won't think they're official until they get a uh, chopping screw album. Yeah, Yeah. like if you're from here, I feel like just like Don Tolliver's Heaven Hell got chopped up, not slopped up, and Life of a Don when it gets that, it's gonna be beautiful, but. You yeah. Gotta, you gotta. You, I feel like. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and I'm gonna leave all this. You know, a lot of people got a lot of, a lot of big plugs already. So I'm gonna say like um, one of the big artists that are out here. Um, even he pays homage to Chop the Screw, DJ Screw. Uh, you just have to, bro. Like you just have to. Um, but I, I can also say that you don't hear that now because 
a lot of the older people that listen to that, they're not outside doing that. You know, they're listening to it. They're from front. They're not doing it. They, they did it when they were younger. Right, right, right. I, me, myself, I would be one of those people. I used yeah. to have a slab. I used to have several slabs, okay? And oh, shit. That's, that's what the <laughs> hell I was doing. I had Impala. I had a Buick. Um, I had a Crown Vic. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, I do listen to... I'm going to always listen to screw music. Um, but I know everything that I hear slowed down is not considered screw music. Right. Unless it's those two people that made that music, it's not considered screw. It's slow and reverb. I don't care what DJ it is. If you're from Houston and you understand where the coach came from, then what it is, it's only two people that do it. Right. Anybody else that do it is, is I'm not saying that you're not, it's not screw music, it's just slow and reverb. Yeah. I'm like, I've done it. Okay. It's, it's like, like it's yeah, because you'll, you'll hear, like, you'll hear the other ones and you're just all like, it's not screw or it's not Michael Watts. Yeah, and it's like, you're trying to, because it's like, okay, slow, like, chops, uh, chop and screw music. Um, all of it is doom, now, that's a beat, but when you when you're hearing it, it's slowed down, and every time every other word is like eight count, it should be. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. That's that's you catching like whatever whatever the whatever the last little either beat and or word is. Okay. That, that's chop and screw. Also, you hearing the. Okay. Everybody don't do that. Everybody wants to repeat <laughs> it, and I, this is a debate that go on over and over again. Okay. I'm like. Okay, I understand that people can, like, it's like, everything can be duplicated, but when you're talking about what it is, and if okay. I can listen to it, the beginning of it, and somebody else, like, um... May I speak on this as a producer? Well, yeah. I'm just saying, because you're, you're getting to the science of it. Not the life. science. I feel like wh- th- those aren't core elements. Like, I would say core elements uh, that need to be replicated with, like, chopped and screwed music. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you know, pitch is a factor. Um... The time, you know what I mean? Like, shit like, um, how often, like, you know what I mean? Like, the drum patterns, like, shit like that. Like, you, you know, there are different elements, but I would say the prince, the principles of chopped and screwed music, you know what I mean? It's, is, well, I'll say the principles is that it's fucking lean. <laughs> bro. Because I, yeah, yeah, I feel like, yeah. Because I'll listen to, I'll listen to it and I'm like, damn. I'm already high. If I were higher, I really, 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 really would appreciate it. But um, exactly. we'll kind of keep it moving. So, oh, no, like, like, let me show you like this oh, right okay. here. Hold on, so. Now, if I go to something on YouTube right now that's trying to that's duplicate play this one of my songs in that's chopped and screwed. Because I'm just kind of like, do you have SoundCloud? Yeah. I'm like, if it's slowed in reverb, tell my ass now, and I'll take that shit down until I understand. Nah, you good? This is like, yeah, it's, it's like you're finding. Is, it's everything is everything is different. You're, but it's you're like, finding shit that you get to the point where you want to hear, or as an artist you want to see, and then you're like, all right, that's it. And then anybody else that enjoys it is like, it's a bonus. You should okay. I'm gonna hook you up with this one dude. Um, I don't know. He needs to get back to me because I did his uh, album art. Um, but his shit, I'm I'm loving different shit, like different sounds, whatever's new. Um, but yeah, 
get pause real quick. It's okay. fucking roll through. Um. So when did you, when did you become aware that you were an artist? Like when did you were like, <laughs> this is play. not just played around, blah blah blah. But like, nigga, I am an artist. This is what the fuck I'm gonna do. Oh, this recently. is my destiny. Just recently, okay. I, I never considered myself uh, an artist. This was just something I like to do, and it was like, uh, you know, something that nobody could take from me. So it was, um, yeah, I never looked at it like uh, an artist. Other artists that I saw in museums and stuff like that were considered artists to me. Uh, just recently, like I said, within like, maybe like two years, I'm like, all right, well, um, you hear this enough, you kind of start to believe. Mm -hmm. Start to believe. Yeah. Some people kept referring to me as an artist. I was like, oh. <laughs> I guess you're talking about me. Okay, right. well, yeah, I gotta start. Uh, I gotta start walking in it. Um, and it also too helped me get to like, well, I guess where you say what looks like where I where I am right now. Right, right, right. You can't like it's like having half. I felt like I had, had one foot in and one foot out. Like it was something that I could do, but until you like own it and say, yo, this is mine. Like this is I belong in this space. Then you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. So I wonder until like I said, like two years ago. Um, I was just like, all right, no, nah, I belong here. I am artist. I can say I can I can, I can say that confidently now and um, expound on it if you ask me. So when what year was that? Like, how many years have you felt like you've been in the game? Uh, dang, uh, now you gonna make me say I was gonna say two, <laughs> but then I think I'm a, I'm gonna be lying if I say two because no, uh, no, look, because I was gonna say two, but then if I think about like, okay, when I started like. Selling art was mm -hmm. in 2016. I didn't take it serious though until two years ago. Okay, okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah, 2016. Even well, it was like I, it was really. Well, shit, you just have two anniversaries, nigga. Yeah, look, I, I, I tell you, 2016. I was so yeah. nervous. If you walk up to me and ask me something, my pricing, like I wasn't confident. I'm not even confident in this shit. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't confident in this. Now, um, you come in and you try to offer me something, or you try to make an offer about something. I'm like, all right, well. My price is my price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we could. I'm gonna think about it. That's all I'm gonna Yeah, yeah. So I love, I love that because I, like I said, my art journey has only literally been like a year. I think November twenty something. I think I had to look at time hop and shit when I did my first art. Oh, no, no, no. I did my first uh, pancakes and booze at Warehouse, mm -hmm. and that was like it. Um, I was kind of marketing like July or whatever. When I quit my job, I was like, I can't do this shit no more. Oh shit! Okay. Um, July of last year. So. Just with, and then, cause that was all that was for me was doing photography and selling books. And then, so at, when I was doing photography, I was all like, this is way too much shit for me to try to be learning. Let me just go off of my eye and, you know, the shit I know. And then I realized it's just a, really a battle of the presets. Who could come up with the coolest preset? Who's, it's like, as long as you got a good eye, you can make it in photography. But we was doing, um, all access and that's when I was around like other painters other you know artists seeing that mm -hmm. and then coming across you um as well and then I was all like like me knowing that you an Aquarius to be a Gemini I was like okay it's a it's a natural you oh, know yeah, connection clicked. or whatever yeah we clicked yeah and Everybody then we talk about us but uh, for whatever reason for a lot of reasons yeah we we understand what others don't like oh you know what yeah I, I feel you right and so I was doing, so I was doing the photography and it was cool, but then I realized, oh shit, I got to get models or I got to, 
get locations and then I can't even enjoy normal life because everything to me is a shot. I'm like, fuck, I don't have my, like, when you really get into the artistry and shit, like your whole world changes. Like I, when I was in the photography bag, I was like, everything was a shot and I was pissed off because I couldn't just stop, pull out my camera and then shoot. So eventually I was all like, you know what? And I'll say, I always credit you. Um, we, I think it was the February All Access. And I looked over and I was all like, was it February? I can't remember. I was all like, the attention that you were getting for your paintings. Like people, because with photography, people will come around, look at your pictures, yada, yada, yada. Conversation is not as long. Yeah. Whereas painting, I was all like, oh, they're standing over there for more than five minutes. Okay. My ego, I'm all like, I want that shit. So I literally told them motherfuckers, I was like, you know what? I'm on paint. And then I, I remember that week I went to Family Dollar. And yeah, because yeah, my brother, he was like, just use what you got. He was like, all right, I go to Family Dollar, give me cheap ass Crayola paint. I got all these um, cardboard boxes. Let me paint on them motherfuckers and figure out what I'm going to do. And in hindsight, I was all like, damn, I had my style right there. But, of course, you get pressured into, oh, I need to be more evolved and shit. It's like, no, <laughs> nigga, like, just paint whatever you yeah, feel. Do, so, do you. yeah, yeah. So that was that between that and then, of course, watching the Basquiat docs and, like, saying, oh, I can do that. You know, whereas, um, and we'll get into it, but, like, a lot of these, you know, museums and shit have you feeling like, oh, I'm not an artist. So, yeah, because it's all quiet and stuff up in there, you know. I know, uh, like, no disrespect to anybody in the, in the, um, I think for me, I just hate the, the labels and how realizing, like, watching those docs and we're fighting the same fights of our, you know, artists, ancestors and shit of 20, 30, 50 years ago trying to get recognized. And I guess for me, I just want one to motherfuckers to realize, well, quit using that can't word like I can't do this or I can't do that. Because yeah, you can do any, like, you can do anything in any of these spaces. Yeah. And then to appreciate um, these black and brown artists other than Basquiat, because I, I love the nigga to death. Thank you for paving the way for the rest of us. But there are others, and it's all like trying. I guess for me, just hopefully trying to educate more of our people into. You know what art, how you should appreciate it, and then two, what it means to invest in it. You know, I also think that uh, piggyback off what you're saying, a lot of us don't know that we we are, you know, in these spaces or we're accepted and we're valued in these spaces. So I don't know, like that's kind of one of the um, reasons why I have the events in the space that I do because I want people to understand, like you do belong in galleries, you do, um, you know, belong in a studio style. Uh, set up your work is worthy enough no matter what level you think it on, what level you start on. Because um, it's a lot of artists, like you said, outside. We can use Basquiat, for example, but or you can use other artists who started um, just like you, drawn on the back of cardboard boxes. And um, I don't think price uh, determines the value of your work, uh, but there have been people who started on cardboard boxes and so $45 million payments. So. You know what I'm saying? You do, but you got to know that you belong. It, it shouldn't take for you to die one and two for somebody else to see value in your work for you to feel like, oh, well, you know what? Nah, I belong in this place. Right, right, right. So with that, um, you were talking about just seeing the need. 
So when did the idea for Easton Studios pop in your head? When did the idea? And then also too, what? How did you did you write it out? Did you draw it? Did you what did you do to manifest it? Okay, manifesting. I, I write everything. Okay. Um, I'm a journaling. I've been a journaler since you know a kid. A journaling kid, my entire life. Uh, so I write everything: feelings, emotions, plans. I may not always have always looked uh, uniform, but I write everything down. All right. Um, I took a trip once to Paris, um, and had this book. I don't remember exactly. I think I got it from Dollar Store. It was like a journal. It was a really nice journal from from the Dollar Store. <laughs> uh, no lines on the paper. Old. It was like old uh, vintage paper on the inside, and. Um, Took that with me to Paris. And before I made it to Paris, I had just been writing all type of like, you know, hopes, dreams, aspirations, all of whatever you want to call it in this book. And I remember like writing something at the table at a tea shop that James Baldwin was at. And, oh, shit. Um, well, he wrote Native Son. And I was right at the same table that he wrote Native Son. And I remember like writing stuff that I wanted for my clothing line. And um, I wanted a fashion show. I wanted a studio space. All these things that I wanted. And I don't, I can't tell you what it was in that moment that made me feel like um, something was happening. But from that moment going forward, when I look back, I think I want to say, I wish I had that book right now so I could tell you. Um, but if I can say from like that trip, that trip was like in December of maybe 2017, maybe about my birthday, February 18th. Two, two months after that trip, uh, a lot of what I wrote happened. Uh, and I mean, like things that I just th- I just knew I was dreaming. Like at that time, for us, I was dreaming big. Okay. So okay. when the, some of those things was happening, it knocked me off my feet, and I was like, okay, uh, it's not that I was uh, aloof or like I was. I didn't know that you know the po- that's power in, in your tongue, but I just didn't think I paid attention to my power. Like you know what I'm saying before right, before right. that moment. So um, 2017 started writing. Fast forward to I think like 2019. Nope, I think I'm fast forward too far. But anyway, between 2017 and 2019, I did a photo shoot, um, maybe like five minutes away from here. Mm-hmm. So it was me and a couple of other creators. And uh, outside of that, after the photo shoot, I talked about it. Mm-hmm. It was the only other time out, out of that journal, I actually said something about what I wrote um, as far as this space. Uh, I said it to them, and once I started saying it to them, I didn't stop. I, I, it didn't matter if it was them. I, I must have said, I must have said my ideas to so many different people for, for two years that, because I started to believe it. And I was like, all right, well, I got to just keep saying it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But that's exactly how I would say it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I think it would be really cool if I had a space or there was a space where a lot of creators could come together. Um, and not only if I could show my work, but we could get together and everybody showcase their own stuff. Or we have art installation. At the time, I, th- I called it a pop-up installation. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. And that's just how I said it for two years. And I'm not saying that um, I think any idea is our own. Uh, there's nothing new, nothing new under the sun. That's why everything is being, right. uh, you know, uh, duplicated and redone over, uh, over again. Um, but I did start to see a lot of pop-up installations. Pop, you know, and that's why I said I'm not saying it's from that, that particular group of people because uh, those particular group of people when they came in here they were just like yo you really said you were gonna do this. But you know it just goes to show when you put energy in the world mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't know what ears are listening. It's your influence. Yeah, so like I really, I really do believe that. Like it doesn't matter if those people where I started seeing other pop up, they were not sitting right there in that circle of five. You and know what I mean? But um, yeah, once you put, once you give life to your idea, the universe is listening. And uh, rest in peace, for Young Dolph, man. 
Yeah, um, I was just thinking about, like, I just saw that shit, and I was like, fuck. Like, we have got to protect our earners. Like, mm-hmm. Ye was talking about earners, and this made me just think about people in my life, people in this, definitely down here in Houston, that, like, yo, we could lift this whole, like, I, I, I may be crazy, I may be, you know, delusional sometimes, but I have this feeling, like, I, and, I, and this is where I get it from. I was watching Roots. And I don't watch any more struggle, black struggle movies. No more, no more slavery, no nothing like that, because we're, we're better than that. But I was watching Roots, and there was a scene where they was in the middle passage, and they down there, shit fucking sucks and shit like that. And you had your, I think his name was Wulu. He was like the warrior back in Kunta's tribe. And he was all like, yo, talk to your brother. Look over to your left, to your right. Learn the language. You talk yep. from different dialects. Learn the language, get to know each other. We're going to come up with a plan to fight this white man up here. And they went up there, they learned it was beautiful. And yes, they went, they fought, they got their ass whooped, but they tried. And yes, and it's all like, it's just that willingness to fucking try to just, just like, okay, I don't know how, I don't know how this is going to work, but it's on my spirit, so I'm going to do it. So. Uh, you truly, you truly will be, t- will be taken care of. Like um, God always provides. Yeah. Like I don't. <laughs> now, I've watched my mom and grandmother do stuff just simply off of faith. So it doesn't matter if we speak the same language spiritually, or we talk to the same, you know, whatever. Whoever. We may be speaking different languages or calling things different things. But uh, one thing I know for sure, that, like you know, going back to what you said, um, yeah, when you know something is bigger than you, man, and you're just doing it off of just pure energy, man, it's, you're gonna be looked out. You're gonna be taken care of. Right. You just, and you don't have to. You don't have to worry about the how. Somebody, um, one of my, I guess you can call him my mentor. Or uh, no, I wouldn't call him my mentor. Um, just somebody else I was blessed to, you know, be in close, close quarters with. Uh, and watching this lady, man, manifest and just kill it in her, her in her industry. Um, she used to always tell me, like, you don't have to worry about the how. The how is not your job. She's like the how is not is not important. The how is the how comes along with worry. Right, right, right. If you remove the how and just set, put one foot in front of the other and just say this is what I'm trying to do and what's your plan on how to get there, everything else the universe is going to conspire to give you what you want. That's all you got to do. I tell. I know that shit sounds really cliche, but I swear to God that is exactly that's all that I've done. That's it. It's like you could either read for me for me my background just reading the Bible because it's all about redemption, faith, or there's this good book called. Um, Asking is given. It's kind of on the whole, like, uh, what's her name? Abraham Hicks type, you mm. know, the secret type shit. But it works because it, it's like, yo, your words become flesh. Um, if you think it, you'll believe it, whatever. I think, and even too, I think the most breakthrough moment I had one time was I was watching uh, Picking the Brain. And they were in this cage. And the brain, he literally made a, he took a piece of paper, made a key. And they got themselves out the cage. And I'm like, oh, shit. Everything that I need is within me. Yeah. Everything, all the answers that I fucking need is right up here in the brain. Yeah. As soon as I fucking get out of my own way. Um, so within, like, coming up with the space, like, what, what fears have you had? What kind of, like, yo, times you were like, I don't know if I could do this shit. Uh, you said, uh, that comes up all the time. Like, you know, I want to, because I don't know what I'm doing. So, but art, that's different. Like, you can't tell, I don't, you can't tell me how to do this, so I don't really have that, you know, kind of, um, those kind of worries. But 
in having a space, a, a space outside of just uh, creating, you know what I mean? Like I'm opening up to other people for uh, an event space. I'm scared all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all the time I can't do it. All the time I'm talking to myself out of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's awful. Okay. Often, often, often. I'm letting you know we will not let you not make the rent. Uh, man, that's a. <laughs> we will not let you not. And if you feel like you not gonna make the rent, nigga, tell a nigga, like say some shit, open your mouth, even like nigga, I don't know how I'm gonna make the rent this month, and we are going to find because that's what I feel like. That's what white people do all the fucking time, man. They have all these safety nets. They have all these, like yo, oh shit. Just like with fucking Trump. He was all like, yo, my dad gave me like a $10 million loan. Yeah. Like how many how I many would. times can you go, like how can many spaces can we go to where we're like, because I talk to my brother about this all the time, like I look forward to when you're like, man, even better. Ye was talking about an interview. He was all like, my dad, my dad had this idea for whatever, renewable energy. And he was like, you know what, dad? You Here's the bank account. Here's the router number. Here's the access to it. If you use all the money, if you tricking off and shit, whatever, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to make more money and just add to that account. So it's all like, what? I just, I just like, what is this things we could do if we just had more resources mm-hmm. and just That's somebody, it. yeah, just had that village of, oh shit, Winchester's is a fucking earner. Oh shit. Fucking Forrest, that's, he's a that's, fucking that's earner. My, yeah. That's my, I swear to God, like me and my friend, um, my best friend, we talk about stuff like that all the time. And that's, that's my ultimate goal, bro. Like, I just want to be able to have... Well, I mean, I don't need a lot of money. I always feel like that. I don't need a bunch of money. I just need a little bit of money. A uh, little bit of, of the pie. So that uh, I can be like, you know you what? Want, you want the whole pie. No, because like, like, when you think about, like, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> would it be great to have billions of dollars? Oh, yeah, yeah. I always say... I always want the same pie, whole pie, because at least if you've dreamed for the whole pie, yeah, you're you going to get a piece somewhere. of that motherfucker. Right. So I'm saying, like, at this point, I know I know that I'm, I'm going to end up somewhere in there. So when I say the whole pie, I mean, like, in the billion. Now, if I'm going to get the billions, that's cool. Um, that would be so if dope. you give me, let me, let me just say like this. What, what I've been able to do right now, it's a very small piece of the entire pie. If you give me an even bigger chunk with some figures in it, I mean, six figures, it could be one million dollars, mm. and do you? I have been. I can make money. I'm not really good at math. I tell anybody that. But if you put a dollar sign in front of it, I know how to make a dollar double. Mm-hmm. I know how to make a hundred dollars do triple laps, and I can continue to do that over and over again. That's one thing anybody that if you've been, if you know me, especially if you went to school together, I, I'm a hustler. Where'd you go to school at? Uh, Missouri City Middle School. There you go. Uh, Once at Missouri City Middle School, I mean uh, Missouri City. Uh, dang, Thurston Marshall High School. Uh, then I went to TSU, but hustling. Hustling, any school you saw me in, I probably sold something to you. Whether it was uh, $5 bills, and I guess I did sell $5 bills. <laughs> uh, codes to uh, Nextails. I've sold used shoes, airbrush shoes, uh, shoes with paint thrown on them, shirts with paint. I mean, anything that you can think of, I'm selling. Um, so, like, if you could give if I get a million dollars, of course, just, just a million. Not only would I know what to do with real, just, just a million. If I, when, I, when I touch it, not if, but when I touch a million dollars, I'm telling them it's going to look like day and night from the time that I get the million to what's going to happen after that because it's going it's to look like I really blew up because I know what I'm going to do with it. There's so much. If I, if I knew what I know now, what I knew then, if you give me $20,000 right now, I know 
how to make it look like $100,000. Right, right. I can guarantee you that not only would it look like $100,000, I know that in a very, when I say short amount of time, um, I'm going to have $100,000. That's, that's the thing that um, I'm going to plug it now. Plug it real quick. Go ahead and buy that Ray Lay Volume 1. Come on. It's all like, I, oh my goodness. And this is why I wish my kids would not go to college, but they live with their mom. Uh, so, you know, she, she, yeah, run she run the show. So, but I would totally like, yo, drop out. We finna learn to hustle because I did not have, all I learned, because that's a lot of things too. All I learned was like, go to school, work a job. Yeah. And there you go. Whereas like this, this past year and change, it's been frustrating I have cried. I've called out to God. Um, I've yelled at God. I've been frustrated. But it's been the most fulfilling journey that I've ever dealt with as far as, oh, shit. That's I, don't, I don't know where. I don't. A lot of times I'm all like, even me. Like, I don't know where I'm fitting at in my fucking art game. There we go. Um, I don't know where I fit in the art game, but I know I belong. Man, that's, that's, um, all you got, that's all you got to keep going with. Right. And the fact that you like, I feel like as far as on the pool, what you just said is so profound, bro, because a lot of people struggle with what you just said. Like, it's finding the beauty in the struggle. Like, I know everybody talks about that, but it's beauty in the struggle. But really, truly, finding it and holding on to it while you're going through it, nigga, is like, it's hard to do. It's yeah, hard it just, to do. But, and then saying, and then reaffirming that you belong in this space, bro, like, you... You're, you're already wherever you think that you're, that you're, that whatever the goal is, you're already there. It's already happening. I appreciate happening. that. And because it's like, I, as an outsider, I feel like I'm an outsider because it's all like, even though, because this is one thing they don't do. They don't give us a chance to like fumble around, figure things out. Um, it's like, I've always kind of naturally been an artist, but not realizing my art. And then coming along and realizing, damn, here I go, fucking drugs. I fucking forgot where I was at. Um, figuring things out figuring shit out and just figuring out like hey nigga you have literally built your following on this art shit like literally brick by brick whether it's a fucking scammer fucking account which I had to deal with or it's a real life like I recognize like it's 40 some people that I interact with like that's the shit that I appreciate and like y'all are going along for the journey while I while I figure the shit out. Um, but with that, where did you feel like, all right, so how did we get here? How did we get to the space? We went from making art, doing clothing, what shows did you do? What, how did we get to this time where we were able to open our shit? Man, grinding. I, would, I, could, I, I don't know if it was uh, necessarily a particular, it, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a particular show. What changed was the confidence. And like, um, you know, you're trying to like figure out like, okay, so like you said, you know, you're trying to navigate and figure out where you belong and stuff like that. So I feel like that's been, uh, I'm still figuring that out, where I belong um, in the art space, where I belong, you know, uh, just period. I feel like that's a constant, that's a constant battle and our journey of mine. So, uh, Definitely what got me to this point was confidence mm-hmm. um, and trying, like putting effort in. I don't know, the word trying is not even real, so let me say effort. Um, just figuring or just saying to myself, damn, that's really unfortunate. Um, just saying to myself, all right, so I'm going to try this show. Uh, I like what this show looks like. 
Let's give it up. Let's, let's, let's give it a chance. You try a show, and not every show that you try is going to turn out the way that you think it is. So if you thinking you want to be an artist and or entrepreneur, and, you, and that's going that's gonna to stop you, this ain't the game for you. Right. You, might, you might want to stop right now. Every show is not going to go the way that you want it to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Ooh, not that's not that's shit. not that's not realistic. Oh um, man! And from my experience, uh, and so to, to go back to what you're saying, like how you saw me at All Access, I know a lot of times when people see me in anywhere, All Access, uh, whether it's Heart and Soul, uh, Art Walk, I don't care where it is, uh, Pancake and Booze. Uh, if you see me and there's a booth behind me, you can see me at my friend's table. If I'm supposed to be working, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, I do. I, I'm grateful that the art does attract people. I, that's why I use some of the color choices that I do because I don't want to create anything with dull, dull. Speaking of which, I'm finna jack your fucking whatever colors you got going on because I'm trying to. I'm trying to brighten my shit up. Man, it, to, it changes. Honestly, like we we don't get to that. We don't get yeah, to the it, colors it and shit. People, but, it changes how people feel. Um, yeah. Because um, I'll tell you when I steal your shit, I'm like, hey yo. Hey, great artists borrow, yeah. but the the fucking no good you artists borrow, it. great artists steal. You look, you look around and you see. I, I don't, I don't really add too many. I don't bear, I don't uh, bear off the, the beaten path. It's not too many colors. I'm gonna just go off of um, this is working, so let's just stick where it works. Right, right. Now right, I will mix right. it. I will mix it up. Like this right here is probably the most uh, to me the most chaotic piece I've ever did in my life. Has a lot going on. I love the butterfly. Um, has a lot of color. It's still not done. It's incomplete. Think it's done. Look, no, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. happening in there. You could. That's the thing about being an artist. Sometimes you could literally put one of those dots over there in the middle of the fucking piece, white all around, and it's fucking art. Yeah. But continue. Uh, but yeah, so I get excited about fucking. Yeah, but yeah, so, you know, just like putting, just going to wherever the hell you you think that you belong in, um, in the confidence. So I go to these shows. Shows not maybe they may go the way that I want them to. They don't go the way that I want them to. Um, it was. When it, when, it said, when it didn't go the way that I wanted to, I, I just started assessing, like, what what's changing? Did you ever cry? Was there any tears? Uh, over the art, no. But just, while making it, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not one of them artists. I know people like to say that, you know, but I'm not one of the artists that was... Um, I used, cause I, cause I'll say that because I used to... Um, I'm glad I recorded them a lot of times. I would go through a drop afterwards. And it would... I would be sad. And I was just like... It would, cause my art is me. Yeah. My art is literally like I'm. As simple as I keep it, like I I give everything that I have, and so I'm all like, damn, you reject my art, you reject me. But then I had to tell myself like, no, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, yo, some people don't get it. You definitely make art for people that like. I feel like future people down the road will, will understand. And then two, once again, maybe everybody ain't got it like that where they wanna you know come think up. About, yeah. When he first started, when him, let's use him as I think it was why a lot of people like him and they use him. Uh, he's still very popular today, is because what he what he was doing then and what's happening now is kind of like. Uh, and I know a lot of a lot of artists who who do other styles. Um, they they often say that we don't need another Basquiat, which I agree. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. But uh, and he's not the only black and or brown artist who uh, has such a heavy influence on art mm-hmm. on the culture. But the significance about him is it was his authenticity and the fact that he wasn't trying to fit into the box of being an artist. He right. wasn't trying to fix it, fit into this cookie-cutter um, space where you get to tell him and interpret you, you get to interpret it, but you don't get to tell him about his work and or who he was. So when a lot of people uh, you know, interviewed him, it's like one that sticks out to me. Um, they were like, well, why did you put... Uh, I don't know what the graphic was, but it was like they were asking him something, that he, something on the piece. Like, why did, they, why did you put... 
Why did you put that? And he was like, because I felt like it. Yeah, that's or, it. That's that's it. Because I, like, I felt like this. I like when he. I love the one interview. I forgot what that one white dude where he was talking about primal. It's like what primal, like an ape. Like he would yeah. catch him on the shit. Like nigga, you trying to be fucking racist, low key or low yeah, key, he whatever. Was like, look, dude. Now you you dig him. You sitting in front of me for a reason. Right, right. A lot of the time, that's why I appreciate a lot of his interviews, and I listen to him a lot because um, where I think they thought that they were like superior to him, he would sit there in front of him like, well, you're talking to me. Yeah. Here in my studio. Right. Um, because of whatever the hell I just did. So you ask, but however you're sitting in front of me, I don't know if you tried this to be smart about it. This black kid that was literally be, in the mud club looking for change in the couches. Mm. This yeah. this real. So Somebody with that, knows. all right. So we get to we get to running up to the space. What has it been like? When do have you have you been able to just sit here in your space and just be like, oh shit, I've got my own space. After only one time. One time, <laughs> and I'll say one time. I mean, like maybe like a week and seven days, not consecutive, but seven days in total since the grand opening. That's how. Then I say one time. So I've done that that seven times. That's it. And sitting here and like, oh shit, it's real. But once after that, it's been a constant. Um, I'm working. Uh, if somebody would have told me what it takes to run an event space before I said that this is an event <laughs> space, I would have said, oh, okay, well, event space, maybe that's not. Maybe that's not exactly what I want to do. That's crazy. We were just talking about that in the park. Yeah. Yeah, like a studio, yes. But in the big space, uh, I would have said, oh, well, I don't, I don't know if that's exactly what I want to do. I want to paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like what it does for me, and I like the experience that I have with other people when they interpret what was in my mind. Okay. Uh, that's truly what I want to do. Because, uh, yeah, because that was, and shout out to Maya down there in Atlanta. Uh, Peter Street Station. Just, yeah. just, just having the, because sometimes you need to see somebody who did it first, mm-hmm. and then you could be like, okay, okay, I can do it, you know, in my way. Mm-hmm. And I love how Bosky, I talked about. No, I'm not jacking your shit. It's just me, how I look at your shit, and then how it transfers through my mind, yeah. then onto the fucking canvas. So I feel like with this space, it's your canvas just in a in a different art form. So what would you say has been the the struggles, the annoyances, whether running the space or just being people, dealing with art shit in general? Before you even go any further, it's people. <laughs> it's the different people. For us, it's, it's taking a lot of... Uh, okay, so let me say this. Like, that's why I said, if somebody would tell me what it takes to run an event space, um, I probably would be like, oh, well, no, nah, that's not what I want to do. I'm not... Um, I'm a cool person, and I think that I'm a really nice... You know, I can be nice, like I'm really kind. Uh, but I'm weird as fuck, and um, as all odds are. Oh, let's say that. Yeah, I want to say that I'm odd. So you know what I'm saying. On top of being odd, um, you know, I'm gonna throw it off. I'm, I'm so throw it off that you know. Uh, I mean, you don't have to be thrown off to have ther- to have a therapist, but I got therapy. or was put into therapy in, into therapy because I'm thrown off. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have an appreciation for therapy. Now before I was not for it because I was like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. I, yeah, but no, no, no. My mom was like, oh, no, nigga, you need. You talk somebody. You, you need you need help. Uh, so that and then you know dealing with people. Okay, so having like that little you know you may not be wired all the right ways, and having to like determine or having discernment on when I need to turn this on and turn this off because this is this is like it's play it's playing roles all day. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like I can't take interaction personal. I have to always be in business mode and put put it and I can do that. I, I'm a very black and white kind of person. So I can do that, uh, but 
you want to add a sense of like your personality and what you're doing. It makes it just makes for great business. It makes for better relationships. So yeah, it's been the people. It's been running into different people that when you put yourself out like a personable, um, that can be misconstrued a lot of different ways. And, and you I, have to learn how to deal with people's interpretation of that, and then how you respond and not react to how you deal with the people. And I'll put it out there because I'll say the shit. It's just whatever, but like, yo, the shit I've seen, like, when motherfuckers have disrespected your space, like, I have, I have turned it, and y'all can call it dick ride, yes, I dick ride fucking ECN Studios, because the motherfuckers are the truth, but, like, just the disrespect of the space, uh, just, just what I've seen, disrespect to just, like, we just can't be on this whole, like, we're going to work together, we're going to create, we're going to do better for our people. Like, we got to respect people and respect and people's space. time and space. It's like, like hell. I, that, that, I, then that's what I'm saying. When I say it's people, that's been a hard thing to deal with because I'm like, all right, look, uh, do you not see what I want to do for other people? Like, I understand that I've been given something, um, a gift that can make, that, that, that provides for spaces that are bigger than me. Right. Like what, I, what I have, I know is bigger than myself. I get to, yes, I get to benefit from it, but I know without, like, without a shadow of a doubt that what I'm doing, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. Um, if that was the case, then I probably would, I would be doing a lot of different other things, I can assure everybody. But uh, things like Artbeat and Brews. Every time that I get discouraged about Artbeat and Brews, um, there's somebody that comes from somewhere that says something to me that I'm like, wow. I was just about ready to throw in the towel with this um, because I'm not an event planner. I right. want to paint. I keep saying it over and over <laughs> to everybody. I'm not a curator. I want to paint. But being in this space, it's making it's one. It makes it's calling me to do things that I didn't think that I was capable of doing, and that's why, like I said, that's why I know it's bigger than me. So um, it ties back into what we said. If you if you moving like that, then you always gonna be taken care of, bro. Yeah. You always gonna be taken care of. And it's like you're going to spaces where when you do need to. You can be a curator in other spaces. Yeah, oh, so you, you know how to. You I've, know how to I've do done this. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like I've, I've had to. Hey, I've had to grind a little bit harder than you, so I, I know these different things. Yeah, so. and then but you know I'm, that also you know that's why I don't, it's helping me t- learn how to deal with other people because I know that this ain't got nothing to do with me, and I just I just I try to keep that at the uh, you know at the forefront. Like this ain't this ain't got nothing to do. With me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a left. And I just need to feel like I need to say this. Like, just we'll keep it positive. But what lessons did you, because we both came out of All Access. Um, what lessons did you learn? And I'll chime in, too, while you were doing, one, why did you do it in the first place? And then what kind of things you learned along the way? Um, oh, well, when I was uh, looking for, like, another platform to, like, showcase art, I didn't know where to go. Uh, so in the beginning of the pandemic, my best friend is the reason why I started vending again. I wasn't right. gonna bring my clothes and or my I definitely wasn't gonna bring my art uh, to a vending table. It was if it wouldn't have been for her um, to pull me out there, like I wouldn't have been doing it. So uh, doing that and just trying to like, gauge, like okay, so you know people are buying it, but you're trying to figure out like where do people go and buy art? Right. Um. So I got on Instagram and one of the first things I saw was all access. Um, and I like I like what I saw. I like uh, I did a little, you know, with anything I do research. So I'm looking at you know artists. I'm looking at their promotions. I'm looking at marketing. Um, so, you know, just scrolling, scrolling on the page. So I was like, all right, well, this gotta be um, it gotta be you know, it gotta be where the people go. Right. right. You know what I'm saying. So that's why I was like, let me sign up. Uh, the first time I signed up, um, man, I put man, biggest butterflies in my stomach. Biggest butterflies. 
Uh, but it turned out to be a, a great show. Um, did another one, turned out to be a great show. And I, I'm the type of person, like, uh, like I said, again, everything that you do is not going to ain't come out the way that you want to, especially in art. Right. Like, and I'm, I come from a basketball background, so okay. I like to relate a lot of things that I do in life to that. And um, Where'd you so, play ball at? Uh, I played ball from the time when I was four to Where at, 21, though? but I played everywhere, all, all around Houston. I mean, okay, I got uh, a homegirl. Missouri City Middle School. I, um, I don't know. I got a homegirl. She played U of H. So, I don't know. Just every time I hear some things, I'm all like, my nat- brain naturally connects to the people. She probably played Yeah, A-A-A-U. I'll probably, I'll shoot, I'll shoot you her Instagram after we get done. Yeah, and then, so I, I got yeah. Like I said, when I was a kid, basketball, I played, I played everywhere. Basketball was the thing. I know people like to say it was art, but art didn't get me out of the hood. It was okay. basketball. Basketball showed me, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to be around here. There's something outside of basketball and academics. Okay. Let me know that um, you can do something different. And what you see outside of your house is not all that it is. I can do something different for my friends. So because those two things provided me to be in all these different spaces outside of the south, southeast side of Houston, mm-hmm. um, I was rolling with that. Art was something that was mine. I didn't have to share that with nobody. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? It was something that nobody could take away from me. It wasn't a competitive thing. It was just me, and that was it. It was something I knew that I could do, um, and it kind of quieted all the outside noise. Noise, okay. Um, basketball provided family, discipline, um, and just relationships. So, uh, tying that back into shows. So, uh, started doing a couple, like I said, all access doing that. And, uh, like I said, not every show goes the way that you want it to go. How long did it take you to get into the black? Because I, mean, I know we could. Well, the second one. <laughs> the first thing that I'm telling you, I would, the only way, the only reason that I would do anything a second time is if I made money the first time. Okay? So I'll I be holding on too long sometimes. Somebody's asking me about anything that I've done, and I always oh, tell them this: I can't tell you what your experience is going to be like. Because if you look right. at what I'm doing and think it's just going to be the same thing, no. Because if you don't get on the side of me and do the same thing, it's not going to work. I said it with anybody that's going to work with me. I can show you how to get money. Right. I cannot tell you uh, a case, by, but I can tell you what to do. I can tell you put, your, put one foot in front of the other, and as you see me hustling. Hustle just the same. Right, right, right. You don't have to do move every move I make, but if you see me, well, how I'm doing it, take it, tweak it, and make it your own. Right. Because I'm telling you, that's all that I did. I'm not creating this out of, like, I'm not pulling this out of my ass. I'm watching other people doing things, and I'm like, okay, that's working. That's working, too. I can do this. Even if I do, it's making me uncomfortable, I can do this. What you saw at All Access, right. that, made me, that makes me every, uncomfortable all the time. Okay. What, Every time. What makes you uncomfortable about it? Um, I don't like people to like. I'm I'm watching. I'm over here dying, palms sweating while you're sitting there interpreting palms the work. Palms <laughs> My palms are sweating. I'm over here thinking, what are you thinking? Uh-huh. I wonder what's in your mind. Um, but the only way I'm going to like pull that out or even make this relatable to you is having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And another way for me to relax anxiety is to talk to you. Right. If I don't, I am. I'm literally. That's what I say. If you see me anytime that I'm showcasing work, my hand is in my pocket because I'm doing like a little. Um, it's a little thing that I learned in therapy. It's instead of because I don't have a widget, uh-huh. so it's me doing this with my fingers. Just, okay. Or if I'm pinching a nerve to kind of like, you know, count. Right. Uh, I would do it with some beads or a stone or something I have in my pocket. It's normally something that I'm doing to calm myself so that it looks like this is really natural and casual. Okay. Um, not all the time it feels like that because I'm in my head over talking, overthinking, mm-hmm. second guessing, um, looking at flaws. All right. Shit. So, uh, yeah, so all the shows you, you do are not going to go the way that you want them to, but it, it's about you. So anytime anybody sees me, Pancake and Boo, like the last one at Pancake and Boo, everybody kept complimenting me about what I was doing. I talked to everybody. Mm-hmm. 
I told you, once it's time for me to go on the show. I was I so that I wanted to come through too, but I was so fucking tired, and I was all like, ah. It was. It was but I, I need. Early. I had. I had to pick sleep that night. I tell you, it was. It yeah. Was, uh, I know uh, that's another show. Uh, a lot of people are asking me, well, how did you do? Are they saying they didn't do great? I did phenomenal. I went to the one, the last one in what June or whatever it was. Didn't have that that uh, response. Same experience. Uh huh. This is the second time that I've done pancake and booze. If you ask me about the first one, the first one wouldn't have made me go. Okay. Uh, but again, going back to what I said, every show is not going to go the way that you right. want. Right. Um, I was going with a mission in mind. My mission was to promote for my space and my events, mm-hmm. and to also put my name in front of people because I haven't been I haven't been able to do nothing outside of the studio in a long time. Okay. Um, but that night, it was artists, customers, everybody. I got more compliments about me working in the room, and I didn't even move from my from my station. And I'll say that that motivated me because I was all like, how was I? I was going on the space like, well, one, two, mine is a lot of uh, physical shit because the army fucked my body up. So, like, all that standing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then just, you know, beating around people and shit like that. But I'm appreciative because I was like, damn, nigga, do you, do you, do you either just, do you want to be that artist that they find 25 years down the road where this nigga done died with all this fucking paintings on top of him? Or do you want to be a fucking artist that's out here? Um, either getting it or one, two. My thing is to to talk about the bullshit in this art game and why the fuck, like nigga, we could get so much money together. If we like share the Nobody codes. Nobody wants to share it for us. Nobody wants I just, to share with the, without the fear of you you passing them up. Okay, well, let me tell you. If what, you pass me up, I'm like, go, oh, nigga, go. Let me tell you what kind of confidence, what kind of uh, your insecurity. You got to kill all your insecurities. And even right. a big ass thing when it comes to business. People don't want to say that, and they always saying that you know. Um, don't take things you know, personal or networking and all that other shit is real and whatever. But it's really because of your your, your ego. If right. you were not afraid of me surpassing you, if you gave me a little bit of information, then you would give it to me and I would I'm gonna reach back. But people don't know. People are scared of one you passing them up and being forgotten about. Because I'm just saying that happens. It's right. not a lot of people that's gonna go to the top and be like, you know what? I have a table. I have a table with chairs here. Would you join me? Right. Would you join me? Now, 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 I will say, because I'm kind of, I'm not going to say I'm in a space for table sitting, but what I will say is when you offer, we're in a position to offer people things, um, they don't, they're not, they're not, they're, they're really, really reluctant to it's, accept it. And I don't understand that because I think that something's, but it's ego. It's everybody's inflated ass ego. Niggas don't want to give you the, the cheat codes because it's scared. And it's, it's and it's how like, because it's like, just being... Cause living in Atlanta, I was just like out, kind of outside, being observer of our shit, and now kind of being down here, being in it, and seeing like, oh shit, it's some bullshit. Like, because my experience, and it's the reason why I bring them up, because like these are the conversations I wish I could sit down and have with these niggas, because it's all like y'all have access to these spaces, we could work together to get more black and brown artists into these spaces where one. We're having auctions to where we're on the same shit talking about them Griselda niggas. Every time I listen to them, like West Side, all the motherfuckers, and they got like this Paris shit talking about, oh, four million for a fucking piece. I'm like, damn, I want my nigga fucking win. I think of like my nigga Winters, the feeling of, yo, 2200 million, blah, 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 whatever, yeah, 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 fucking sold for fucking, yeah. And I want all my people to feel that way, but these niggas over here, like, can I talk about my shit? Because it's all like, one, yeah, I did my first one. Um, my first art show was at Pancakes and Booze at the warehouse. 
And of course, I always connected Dot's ass nigga. I was like, oh shit, this is where fucking Drake had his first ass show down here at the warehouse in Houston and shit like that. So I was like, oh shit, me, we light skinned niggas, we gonna fucking make it and shit. So, you know, doing the photography and of course, Bird come through. And once again, if I say your name or whatever, all this shit, I'm down to have these conversations with you to your face. I am not afraid. Um, yeah, so it's not talking shit, it's for the better man, this fucking art. Um, but yeah, he was all like, oh shit, I see your, oh, cause I submitted for them or whatever. I taught him on uh, Instagram. So, oh shit, I saw your shit, blah, blah, shit. Hey, it might need to be tamed down a little bit because it's more family friendly. I was like, oh, I really don't like that. But I, whatever art you need, I'm going to make it for you. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck it. So I was like, let me come up with some family friendly shit. Came through, blah, 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 went through. And this is peak pandemic. So... I was in that motherfucker, and in the course, we're at, like, what, $100 um, submission fee, and then so I'm all like, okay, cool, we get there. I don't think, I didn't make a, I didn't go into the black, I was in the red until maybe, I did I did the second art show they did, Art House or whatever, where they did a Bayou Ballroom, and then I was all like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's when I made the fucking, when I was like, oh, shit. And I didn't realize, because of course, as an artist, you never realize your influence. Like, at some point, you maybe do it, you know, if you're fortunate enough. But this white couple literally waited for me to go to the bathroom. They waited for my, when I came back, I was like, oh, shit, I just had to piss real quick, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, shit, we we was going to wait. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And a piece that I literally just heard a song. I was listening to, um, what was it? the leaked version of Life of the Party with Ye and Three Stacks. And Three Stacks verse had me crying like a little bitch. Um, but I felt it. And I was like, all right, let me paint this shit out. And some shit that I literally painted took me maybe an hour. Canvas, maybe 40 some dollars. Paint, maybe 20 if you throw in all that shit like that. But I was able to flip that into a $330 piece. And then like the Ye piece that I did, Donda or whatever, Simple was able to flip that into a two hundred twenty dollar piece. So I was like, "Oh shit, damn, this art shit can fucking really work." filter through like what circles or what spaces you want to be in so you can navigate or figure out, you know, attract people who's looking for what you got. Um, so that's what I always say. Everybody always asks me about all these different places that I've been. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yes, I did. I had, I went there because I thought it was, it was good. I had a great time. Um, and I did, I made money. Uh, if you ask me why I don't do as many shows as I, I why now is because I now know that I can sell certain things and in certain markets, people don't look at they're not really coming to spend a big amount of money, a large amount of money. You may, you may stumble across some collectors, but it has to be a art audience. Right. Um, so now that's why I don't do a lot of markets because I'm looking for an art, uh, art-based uh, audience. I want to make one piece, sell it for twenty thousand dollars, and then take some time off and think about what I'm going to create next. Right. Um, when you do this for a living, it becomes like a. Oh man, it's it's a lot more. Uh, energy that is going into painting than I've ever put into in before my life. 
Right. Uh, if you're not standing in front of the yeah, mayor yeah, with a certificate yeah. or some shit. That's, that's what I'm saying. So what we'll say this and we'll start closing wrap we're gonna wrap it up, but what where do you see yourself in the art space that where do you see the Houston art space space going in these next few years? Or would you say, where's your contribution to the game? Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, you're talking about where the art space is going? We're going to be spending a lot of time talking about these niggas in the art space. Um, I, I, I feel like uh, in the six to eight months now, those six figures that I'm talking about, I'm going to touch it. And when I touch the six figures, um, and because I'm saying this, I'm recorded, and I, and I fully believe it. When I touch the six figures, um, if I don't do what I said I was going to do with it, uh, come back and find me. Please, and I'll say and this. I really do mean that because I, that's, I, I would be the biggest hypocrite because that's one of the things that I want. I, I, that's why I have a space. You ask me why I have a space is because I wanted to have this community. Community don't mean, community means me helping us, me helping you or you helping me to get to a certain, us helping each other, let me say that. Community effort, uh, communion effort, us putting it together the same amount of effort and energy um, of pulling our resources together and me helping you get to the next level without it benefiting me. And please, 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 when you make that first million... Let me be one of the first five people or ten people that you text. Because after you text your mama and the family, like, just, hey, nigga. Like, nigga. Look, I told you. And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying right now on here. If, when I touch it, okay, when I touch it, if I do not do, which I know that I am, if I don't do what I said I, I was going to do with it, come find me. Because you're going to be like, I did I said exactly what I'm going to do with it, and I'm going to do with that. I just need, I know, and I also know that I'm going to need help. Uh, I'm going to need help doing that. You know what I'm saying? I know that I'm going to need to call in the troops and be like, all right, look, so. I have a million now. Um, yeah. Don't really know what to do with it. Yeah. No, you good. You I, don't, good. I don't know where I got to put you. it at. Um, I got you. I got you. My bro- my mom is an accountant with the IRS. My mom, my brother, he's got a finance. Come on. We got, we got, we got village. You already, you already tapped hey, in. Hey, where right? got, I already tapped in. I'm already tapped in. My money ain't going to fit in. You ain't going to send me in jail for no money <laughs> shit. Well, I know. I appreciate it. I appreciate you telling your story. Man, uh, we probably do this time and time again. And that's a wrap.